Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via a text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. Penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 DWS. Another day, another show here on this Thursday, October the 4th. Man, the temperatures are just dropping rapidly here today. Much cooler today with a chance of showers, as you heard, and it, uh, when I stepped out this morning, it was quite humid. And, man, has it uh, dropped in temperature here in the last couple of hours. Good to be with you wherever you might be. Kind of an overcast day here in east-central Illinois. My name is Brian Barnhart. Great to be with you on Penny for Your Thoughts as we visit with you. We'll have mostly open line time today between now and about 1040. Uh, and then towards the end of the show, we'll hear from a couple of members from the uh, Champaign-Urbana Kiwanis Club. Their uh, peanut day is coming up, so we'll talk about that for a few minutes at the very end of the show. Tomorrow, we're going to talk with a representative, Sinead Madigan from Health Alliance, will join us in hour number two. We'll get your health care questions answered during the course of that show. Next week, just to give you a little preview, next week, uh, Don Owen, superintendent of Urbana Schools, will be on on Wednesday. A week from Friday, a week from tomorrow, on the 12th, we will have Scott Altman, who is coming in. He's going to be the uh, Grand Marshal of the Homecoming Parade. He is the astronaut, of course. I think he was on four different uh, shuttle missions, University of Illinois graduate. We'll have him on next Friday. And a lot more to come during the course of the month of October. Lots of things I think you will enjoy as we work our way through the month. Well, the uh, Senators begin looking at the FBI report. I believe that started earlier this morning. Charles Grassley, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, was going to go first, then the ranking member, Dianne Feinstein, and then branching out to the different senators on the Judiciary Committee, all the ones you saw on TV last week, and then the rest of the Senate as well. Some staffers involved in looking at all of that. So that uh, we'll see if it leaks at some point what's happening. The White House already saying... It's pleased with the report and uh, that the Senate should vote. Looks like Mitch McConnell wants to do that, maybe tomorrow. So we'll see about that. Some other uh, local stories. Officials say the Luke Bryan concert down near Persona went extremely well last week. Don't know if you were there, what you saw. But uh, officials say it went very, very well overall for a uh, nighttime, late nighttime event in a cornfield, essentially, in an open field. Uh, near Pesodum, they say about 10,000 people were there, which is about what they were estimating. Piatt County Jail inmates may have to be moved due to an air conditioning failure. I, I have to say I hadn't given much thought to how many inmates might be at the Piatt County Jail. They say the number is about 30. And uh, we'll delve in a little bit to a new FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, measure regarding uh, the number of or the amount of room for seating on planes, whether that's going to change much and some other things that you may or may not like about the new FAA measure that was passed, I think, 96-3 to by the Senate yesterday in Washington. Neil Armstrong items up for sale. We didn't have a chance to touch on that yesterday. 
And I think there's some interesting things in there you'll find. Illini Volleyball loses to Wisconsin at home. Another top five, top six, I guess, opponent in the country. Uh, two of top ten opponents going at it last night. And the baseball playoffs underway. The Yankees win. That's disappointing. <laughs> no, but they do win, and they play the Red Sox in the next round of the playoffs. So all of that happening today on A Penny for Your Thoughts. 356-9397 is the phone number. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515-357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. All of those topics are on the table. If you want to, it's like a buffet. If you want to eat any of those, you can. If there's something else you want to bring to the table, you can certainly do that as well. Open line time for the most part this morning. Kiwanis Peanut Day at the very end of the show. Let's go to John to get us started. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, Brian. I'm going to start on my dessert. So, oh, okay. You know, okay. I, I, I was listening to everybody talk yesterday, and all the politics and stuff, that's going to go on. But let's talk about our schools here. You know, the, the things that's going on in Urbana. If you go back uh, a few years ago, there was a big problem at a, I think it was football, a, a basketball game at um, Decatur. And the, the kids got kicked out of school, and the parents, you know, they was raising all kinds of sand, and they wanted to know why their kid was kicked out of school. And the city council, they got all involved and this and that. And to me, they did the whole thing wrong. They had the basic evidence right there, but they didn't use it which they had the cameras showing where the riot was, what I would have did is I would have took that young man and showed his mother when he gave him that throw a punch, look at this uh, elderly lady behind, or this young girl that was fighting, look at the pregnant lady sitting next to her. These are our children. The teachers are there to teach. We have to, you know, raise these children better. And, and, and it starts at home. And the problem is, I was just over there at my grandson's over at uh, Urbana Middle School. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I wanted to take my comb out and start combing everybody's hair. Boys don't comb their hair. I mean, who, you know, there's no father figures for these boys to see this. And they figure they can just go and do whatever they want to do. And when your, your daughter looked like a, a fashion statement and she don't want to learn and have an attitude, or your son has got on, you know, the latest sneakers, but don't appreciate, you know, you know, things to get them. We got to change this. We got to turn this thing around. Mm. Your parents are there to be parents. When my child feel like they can run my house, they need to get a job. So what uh, <laughs> have, have you heard from your grandson, John, as to what he's experienced? Some of the... uh, he said he's seen some fights. Mm -hmm. He's seen some things. And I told Jaden, he knows better. Uh, you get away from it. Mm -hmm. you, you get away from it. Don't egg it on. He's one of those, my grandson is one of those kids, he'd get these little characters, and he's got his own imagination. And I said, now, one of these kids take one of your toys, uh, don't want to give it back, you don't sit there and argue with him. You go tell the teacher. Then once the teacher, you know, get through, they don't give it back, then you go to your mom. Then you come to me. We'll get the toy back. Don't worry mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. But you're there to learn. We have to teach our kids. These are little people. But you're still a child. You will learn, or you will not be eating at my table. Hey, I know what the state says, but if the state want to raise this kid, tell him to come to my address and pick him up. Other than that, you're in my house, 
and that's the way it's going to be. It starts at home. Hey, John, thanks for the call today. I appreciate it. Take care. Very good. Good to hear from you. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. We've had a busy week this week. We've got more to come. Tomorrow, if you have some questions regarding Medicare, Medicaid, all the um, October 1st, it's always kind of a big date for a lot of those things. So we've got a representative from Health Alliance in here tomorrow. So we'll be thinking about that. And I mentioned earlier, Don Owen, Superintendent of Urbana Schools, will be in here in the middle of next week. And we've got Scott Altman, an astronaut, U of I grad, coming in at the end of next week as well, and some other folks along the way, as well as your phone calls, emails, and text as we go let's go to zoe good morning zoe oh good morning brian i just had to simply call i know we shouldn't really speak about other callers that much but i had to call and just applaud john and just say how much i appreciate him he's just he always talks a lot of common sense when he calls in and he just has a lot of wisdom and i had to say it well good i'm glad uh, i'm glad you've uh, you we need to compliment each other once in a while you know, I think. he just <laughs> I don't know. I turned it on this morning, and it just, it just, it just touched me. So, well, thank good. you, John. Well, thank you, Zoe. Uh huh. Bye. Have a, have a great day. We'll take our opening break here. Some of these uh, FAA rules that came into uh, bear with a new uh, five-year measure. Curious what you think about those, and I'm also curious as what uh, what's the thing you least like about flying. I mean, flying is very convenient in the sense it gets us to where we want to go in a couple of hours. But um, there's some things there, you know, it's crowded, uh, security lines, all the things that go with it. But anyway, here's some, we'll talk about some of those things when we come back. But first, this time out here on Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, rolling on, off and running here today on this Thursday, October the 4th. If you have some basement issues, you can uh, certainly contact the folks at Woods Basement Systems, 888-935-4333 is the uh, number to call, woodsbasementsystems.com, is the website. We appreciate some work they've done in our house with some water that was seeping in. Put a little uh, tile in for us, got it all done in one day, and uh, cleaned it up nice, so we appreciate that. And if you have any uh, estimates you need to have done on some wall space cracks, some leaking water, some basement issues, those things do not go away. So uh, they also steal value from your home. So make sure you get those taken care of, at least... I don't know about you. It's just the fear of the unknown. What is this going to cost me? And if you know, we get that free estimate, you say, well, okay, I think I can get that taken care of for that. Or, you know, it's an issue. Maybe it's not that big an issue. Maybe it's something that can wait. So get the free estimate done. They've done this since 1986. That's a long time ago, by the way. They've been at this for uh, quite a while, 55,000 homeowners plus, and they can take care of everything basement-y. Woods Basement Systems, one of our sponsors here, at Penny for your thoughts. All right, let's uh, go to the phones here and go ahead, caller. How are you? Fine. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Brian, I wish I'd got out of bed earlier and got my uh, reminiscence that known Rodney would have been was on the show because I just came home from uh, North Carolina doing disaster inspections. Oh. And we're issued a federal tablet, which comes with a Verizon air card. <clears throat> But Congress won't allocate the money to turn on the air cards. Hmm. So, so what are the? Can you explain what those are? You mean? You mean the tablets? Yeah. It's just a little handheld uh, iPad. Yeah. I, well, I know what those are. I mean, I guess just. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> that was my. I didn't ask that question right. <laughs> what uh, What are you referring? You say when you say because I didn't hear the conversation today with Rodney. Okay. 
getting, uh, give no, me the I, background. I, I missed it because oh, I could I, just, uh, if I'd read the paper earlier, I would have called in. Okay. The uh, the tablets come with a Verizon Air Card built in. I see. Okay. But they got to be paid for. Got it. Yeah. And so far, Congress and Senate won't allocate the money to pay for the air card. I see. Yeah, they're giving you the device, but not the use the means to use it. Well, what you do, you run over North Carolina until you find somewhere that has free Wi-Fi. Ah, okay. And, uh, you know, I just think it's, uh, I don't, it's not right. So, yeah. so what, anyway, all you, what, what, all did, what all did you see down there? Uh, a bunch of, uh, that's a mess down there, I'll tell you that, Charlotte. Uh, a lot of flooding. Yeah. I started out going to uh, Charlotte to check in. Then I went to uh, Goldsboro. And of course, they got thirty inches of rain, so you see, uh, you can see the flooding. A lot of mold, a lot of mammals, uh, a lot of skunk possums, and rats. Last year in uh, Texas for Harvey, it was snakes and alligators. Hmm. But this time, off in North Carolina, I guess the mammals were more abundant, and there's quite a bit of damage. The uh, I had a couple to do around uh, Carolina Beach. And the whole boardwalk's kind of a, uh, they'll get it rebuilt by spring, but hmm. it's quite a bit of work. I've heard quite a bit about fire ants and big, really big mosquitoes, too. Oh, man, yeah, fire ants are healing up everywhere. And the good thing about the mosquitoes, what I understand, is uh, they eat little ones, biters. The bad thing about it is that Walmart and nobody else is out of bug spray. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. That can be a problem. So is this what you do for a living? Are you involved in a lot of these kind of things? No, I, this is the part-time thing. We do okay. uh, you know, disasters around every day. Huh. I'm retired. I retired in 08. Okay. And uh, I go down there and uh, help them people out. I mean, they're down now anyway. Yeah. So. Wow. And so, well, yeah, I don't know what to uh, – is, is stuff with Congress is a, is funny sometimes or is funny in a sad way. Um you know, there's always these these things that they want to do on paper, but they got to give the money to do what they say they want to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I which just, is, I'm kind of hoping Rodney's got his radio on when he yeah. after he left the station. But anyway, I'll let you get back to your show. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate the call and the update. Okay, goodbye. Very good. Have a good one. Three five six nine three nine seven. Yeah, the uh, senators looking at the FBI report. On Brett Kavanaugh, Charles Grassley went first, Dianne Feinstein second. The Senate Judiciary Committee gets them about now. Looks like they may have a vote tomorrow. So that's some of the uh, big news out in Washington. A couple of uh, emails or texts have come in here. We're at 922 with our temperature dropping here throughout the uh, day. It's getting cooler by the minute. A texter says, finally, a male African-American will admit what the problem is. The problem is too many children do not have a father in the household talking about discipline and just being a father figure until that changes just expect chaos and also it says i'll tell you what i hate about flying we were talking about the faa and their five-year measure they just passed and i'll give you some of the details on that uh thing this texture says i hate about flying is the same thing i hate about going to the dmv uh incompetent federal and state workers people that work for the tsa tsa 
must not have been as successful at the DMV. I don't know. I, I've been to the DMV in uh, Champaign, and I the times I've gone, they've been really good, really helpful, very friendly. Uh, they've seemed to, with the new building, they've kind of streamlined things where you go. I know they needed more space than the, that old original building or one of the buildings they had over near Parkland, which uh, was cramped. But I don't know. I've been impressed with the new building. The time my daughter got her driver's license a couple of years ago, they were very encouraging and very helpful to her. So I don't know. I think it probably comes down to human beings in general, how they feel about their job. And you can run into uh, that uh, different places. But uh, that's what this person says about flying. Let me see here. Look at me. Look at the measure, uh, some of the things in the FAA bill. And again, this was just something I came across. Uh, Mike Hale was discussing a bit on his show, and then I, he helped me uh, come across it too. The FAA needs to determine within a year the minimum safe distance between seats by studying quick evacuations from planes. So they need to come up with some kind of, because there was some hope they might uh, mandate the amount of legroom, that there's a minimum amount of legroom. They say, well, they need to determine within a year what the minimum safe distance is between seats when they're thinking about evacuations on planes. I don't know how you practice that. I guess you uh, experiment. Uh, there are no new rules on airlines placing fees on bags or reservation changes. Seems like anymore when you make a reservation change, there's a fee. When you uh, carry your bags, you get to the counter and, oh, yeah, that's uh, 50 bucks. For each bag, or 25, or whatever it is. I know Southwest Airlines pushes the fact that they don't charge you at least for the first couple bags. They had the free bags. If bags fly free was a big part of their campaign for a while. The FAA measure does bar the airlines from forcibly removing seated passengers if a flight is overbooked. And, of course, that stems from the incident where they dragged the guy off the plane who was already seated. And uh, they also advocated minimum rest time for flight attendants for safety purposes. So those are some of the uh, measures. Some of the big papers have that story today. But Congress reauthorized the FAA and all of that for the next five years. And I just threw out there what's your least favorite part of flying. It's very convenient. We take it for granted. We can get from here to D.C. in two to three hours or here to the West Coast in four hours or so. But uh, least favorite part of flying i don't like the um, i don't know i just always take a deep sigh when there's a long line at the security <laughs> i know all of us do that i'm just like i'm not sure what we're accomplishing i'm glad they're doing it you want to be safe but uh, it just always makes you um when you're in a hurry especially that's probably the worst time and we were my wife and i were in an airport a couple of years ago where the uh, signage wasn't clear we were switching from one part of the terminal to the other, and we assumed since it was, I think it was in maybe Washington, D.C., and there was an area where it wasn't clear where you were supposed to go next, and we wandered out of the secure area, and they made us go back all the way through and basically re-enter the airport and the whole security system, even though we were just changing planes, and we were telling them, hey, we're going to miss our flight. But uh, they were not going to let us go back another uh, 10 feet to turn around and go the other way. <laughs> so they were pretty particular about that. Anyway, uh, 927, we've all had those uh, travel issues over uh, over the years. 
927. Let's take a break. Back with more. we got some open line here this morning. What's on your mind today? It can be about several things. Had a lot of conversation yesterday about discipline in schools and, of course, the Urbana school story. Uh, the school board president had a long statement the other night, uh, implementation of a new behavioral system. Uh, was talking about that, so that's that's been a pretty hot topic in town, and there's some other issues around here in town that are that are happening. How about this tobacco ban, complete tobacco ban at the U of I campus? We'll talk about some of the details on that. But let's take a break. Back with more. Your thoughts, phone calls, emails, and text. Just kind of easing our way through a Thursday on Penny. 9.30 here at DWS. We'll have some news headlines coming up here at the bottom of the hour. 356-9397 is our phone number. Text line always open. That can always be humming. It was humming yesterday. 3515-357. And you can email us, as always, uh, too, at talk at wdws.com. Had a uh, talk a little bit yesterday about middle names. And I had uh, someone email me and uh, talk about that. I'll tell you about that here after the news headlines. Good morning, Brian. What time will the Big Ten Network air the men's basketball press conferences? Well, they usually have a media day. Uh, It's been in different places. I think last year it was out in New York. But usually they air those all day long. That's uh, pretty common. It's kind of like the football media day press conferences. They just run them through like an assembly line. 931 news headlines are next. We'll get back to your phone calls, emails, and texts. Open line time today. We'll talk about Kiwanis Peanut Day coming up near the end of the show. Don Owen, superintendent of Urbana, next Wednesday. And we've got Scott Altman, an astronaut, U of I grad, coming in at the end of next week. Health Alliance in here tomorrow. Here's Michael Kaiser with the news headlines. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. 67 degrees here in downtown Champaign. Overcast day on this Thursday. Glad you're with us. You can join us, Penny, for your thoughts, 356-9397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357, and you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. Did you get your presidential text yesterday? I think it was scheduled for 118 Central Time. I got mine. Did you get yours? have a texter asking about that. said, I received a Trump presidential alert yesterday on my phone. Is this a government takeover? I'm worried should I believe the people need to know? And I've got a little information on that. I'll share that it uh, came out yesterday. Let's go back to the phones to uh, Dave at 937. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning. Um, i like to reiterate something I've mentioned before about um, your service, um, uh, where people, citizens can call in and, and vent and even have access to you know, elected officials, judges, it seems like we're being shut out of everything right now. We don't get to see any of the, or uh, get to see a lot of the hearings on the um, uh, federal government trying to uh, impeach Trump. Uh, it appears that we might not even be able to see these uh, FBI investigation. So you know, your program, uh, I think, is a model that 
I think is um, imperative for a free society. And um, I would like to take you to task. That being said, mm-hmm. I'd like to take you to task on on an issue on the uh, what they call the windfall elimination provision. I've called about this before, and I think it's, you know, I called in one other time. You said, well, I was getting into the weeds. Getting into the weeds is for uh, teachers is, uh, is, is nonsense. It's first and foremost. And I think you have a family member who's a teacher, and teachers uh, forever, even now, only work nine months. And a lot of times teachers will take jobs in the summertime, to uh, supplement their their uh, nine month teacher pension, when they work in the summertime, they have to pay into Social Security. Mm-hmm. They're supposedly not allowed to pay into Social Security whenever they're teachers. Mm-hmm. So those Social Security benefits they get, like working as crop adjusters or say worked at Walmart, when they retire, those benefits are penalized because they receive a pension from the teacher retirement system. Teachers trying to supplement their nine-month income are later on penalized because they receive a pension from the teacher retirement system. That's one level. The level that I'm really concerned about, a lot of other people should be concerned about, is that teachers working as teachers in the summertime by a lot of school districts were required to pay into Social Security instead of the teacher retirement system. So the Social Security benefits they get, they receive, from participating in uh, being required to participate in Social Security as teachers are penalized because they receive a pension from the teacher retirement system. And anybody, any reasonable person, say there's there's something amiss here. Mm-hmm. So, um, so okay, go ahead. I'm go no, ahead. no, go ahead. I no, I was just uh, going to ask you, but what what do you want? I'm I'm trying to understand your larger point. I mean, what what do you do? You want to change it? Do you want to? I'm not sure no, where you're there, headed with it other than letting us know about it. Okay, right. Where I'm headed with it is the teacher retirement system says this never happened because teachers paying into Social Security challenges the very premise of of a Social Security whenever it was first initiated where the federal government could uh, could, uh, levy federal taxes on um, uh, state employees or instrumentalities of the state. That was a constitutional issue that was avoided by allowing them to voluntary, in other words, through referendum, uh, to participate in Social Security. Illinois teachers didn't do that. They said, we don't want to participate in Social Security. For school districts and teacher retirement system to compel federal taxes, federal taxes on state employees is a monster. Hmm. So, it's, so, it's un, so it's unfair, basically, is it's what not you're saying. Unfa- not unfair, yeah. it's illegal. illegal. It's unconstitutional. Yeah. Ask, ask the judges next time they come on, is teachers being compelled to pay into Social Security, pay into Social Security from teachers, an issue uh, as far as the uh, being unconstitutional. And I'll touch base with you on later on what the, what the Illinois Education Association says about this, like it's no big deal that the teacher retirement system can, can compel teachers to not receive any benefits for their summer earnings. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Great to hear from you. 356-9397. Senator Cory Booker said the case, this is about uh, Judge Kavanaugh, is not about guilt or innocence, it's about the number of accusations. Says this guy wants to be president. He uh, publicly endorses mob rule, as does Maxine Waters. Uh, That's a text just in. 
I think I'm caught up. All right, let's go to uh, Barb. Good morning, Barb. Uh, good morning. Uh, I was just calling. I was looking at the paper, and unless I'm missing it, I didn't see anything in there about the young lady from Sydney that was killed. I was surprised that that wasn't, because didn't it happen around 5.30, 6.30? With the train Savannah accident? Day. Yes, Savannah yeah, um, I, I, Day. I thought I saw something I, on that. Let me see here. I saw it online. Yeah. Let it's, me on, it's online. Yeah. But I didn't see it in the News Gazette unless I'm missing it. I, did, hmm. I looked through it this morning because I wanted to read about it. Yeah, I'm kind of looking. Well, there's a picture here at the bottom of the local page. Um, now, I don't know where you live particularly, if it's a different somewhere else, but it's um, emergency per, emergency personnel work at the scene of a fatal train vehicle collision Wednesday on Homer Lake Road, just east of uh, County Road oh, 2300 okay. East. Okay. So. Well, there's a lot on Facebook and stuff about her. Mm -hmm. Now, she wasn't presently a student at Unity, is that correct? She's at Danville? Oh, boy, I don't know. I'd have to go look at the... Um, I think that's what it said online mm -hmm. when I, she's in the track. Oh, okay. Across country. Okay, but, uh, but yeah, uh, she she is eighteen. That much I've got, and she's uh -huh. from Sydney, which makes sense. She'd be at Unit Seven. So yeah, she was at Unity, yeah. uh -huh. and she was uh, in cross country or track, one or the other. I don't know which. But anyway, that was such a tragedy. Oh man, I and the picture I'm looking at is just awful. You know, with the vehicle, I mean, it's just destroyed. So, yeah, that's 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 pretty sad. Don't know. It certainly is. Yeah. Well, that's all I was going to say. Okay. There's a lot more on Facebook if people want to read about it. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Barb. Mm hmm. Bye. If you grew up in Tolono, you had uh, tracks going both directions, so you had to cross a lot of tracks. I I got used to growing up, always being careful at. Uh, Railroad crossings. I mean, that was one of the things you just never don't go around it when the gates are down. You know, don't try to time it. And I don't know what happened in her case at all. I, I just have to go online and read the story. But uh, things like that just really um, scare you, especially the ones in the rural areas, especially at night. All right, uh, let's see here. We're at six, I'm sorry, 645, 945 in the morning. Finny, for your thoughts. Let's go to Carl. Good morning, Carl. Yeah, hi, Brian. Um, I don't know anything about this, but uh, you would you were talking about the security checks. Yeah. And I heard one time in a podcast from two guys who did a lot of flying that there is such a thing as a pre-check so you can avoid the lines at the airport. Yep. I yep. don't know. Yeah, there are. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Um, I don't know, you know, you got to go through a process and it takes a little while, but once you get it done, if you're, especially if you fly a lot, uh, you can, they have a line when you go to the airports that say pre-check, you know, TSA approved pre-check and it saves you, saves you some time there. Okay. Well, just, it was just something I heard about and I was wondering, so, and I haven't flown in decades, so mm -hmm. yep. I don't know anything about what's going on now. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's one of the new features they've had, and uh, a lot of people take advantage of it. Okay, hey. well, I just thought I'd mention that. Well, thank you, Carl. Have a bye. Appreciate it. Uh, texter uh, says yes. Savannah graduated from Unity last May. Talking about the involved in the train accident. 
there is a photo of the train and the vehicle uh, in the News Gazette today, at least in the paper I've got here, uh, down in the bottom of the local section. But uh, there's more on Facebook and more online about that particular uh, incident. On the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, it says, Getting mad at Penny for your thoughts is not going to do any good for your caller, Dave. He needs to call the legislature. And some other uh, reaction to that, basically just short sentences, saying, hey, uh, move on to another topic on that. Uh, 3569397. Let's go to uh, the back to the phones here to Mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Brian. Anyway, I'm going to comment one last time on this Kavanaugh issue because that reminded me when you talked about Cory Booker. Uh, his, his comment was, uh, there are so many questions been raised, uh, they should withdraw the nomination. Well, that's a really low standard. We can raise questions about everybody and that nobody can go through. The second is, uh, there was a, I think it was a law professor on TV last night saying that they should still vote no if they feel in their heart that he has acted inappropriately. If you feel in your heart, get it. It's ridiculous. And then lastly, uh, they said, there were several senators said to uh, Miss Ford, I believe your truth. There is no such thing as your truth or my truth. Mm-hmm. There's the truth. And the truth is that he didn't do this and uh, that she is... Uh, well, I'll be kind and say that she is confused. Yeah, I read an article. Uh, somebody made a comment similar to what you made about um, the truth as opposed to your truth, and that you know, and, and that's kind of the world we're living in right now. Is everybody's got their own set of facts? You know? I think that comes from liberal institutions right now, Brian. That's how they teach mm-hmm. that there is your truth. You know, it's back to the grade school thing that they tried to get going for a while. If you believe two plus two is three, well, then we accept that. That's your truth. That's your. That's what you believe. So we're not going to check it wrong. It's ridiculous. There is no such thing. There's either facts or truth and evidence. And to throw those all over the over overboard would be complete chaos. They could accuse anybody of anything at any time. Yeah. Well, I think it's uh, the the slope that you can get on if you're not careful is, you, well, you can't not only talk that way, you can't think that way. And that's uh, exactly that's right. that's pretty dangerous. So, All Thank right. You, Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. We've got more Penny for Your Thoughts coming up. 949, just talking here as we work our way through a Thursday. Back with more in a moment. Yeah, it'll be the, let's see, third trip made to Rutgers. Was back there in 06, a couple of years ago. And uh, the Illini will play out there at 11 o'clock. We'll have a Saturday Sports Talk at 8. We'll have Illini Game Day with Scott Beatty at 9.30. Kickoff at 11. Hope you'll join us for all the coverage this weekend. I think our flight leaves tomorrow about 3. Headed east. All right, lines are full here, 9.52. We're on Penny for your thoughts today. Open line time up till about 10.45 or so. And then we'll uh, talk about the Kiwanis Peanut Day. It's always a big event for them and always a lot of fun. Let's go to uh, Jane. Good morning, Jane. Good morning. I just have a comment on the train accident. Yesterday, the sun was so bad. It was behind the clouds, and then it was out. And I just wonder if that didn't have part to do with that horrible accident. I feel so bad for her family. Yeah, I'd, I'm trying to remember what time it happened. Was it during the day? Six o'clock. Six o'clock, yeah. 
last night, yeah. and that's a really difficult time. I'm, I'm a farm wife, and I'm working in the field and hauling to the elevator, and that sun at that time of the day is just so difficult. Yeah, because it's getting close to where it's setting. Yeah, and, and going and down. Low. Yeah, and yeah. you know, if that sun was right in her eyes, she—if I don't know if there were pricers at that intersection or not—but she may not have been able to see those. Right. I'm just trying to defend the girl. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, and I don't know either. I'm going to have to read more about it here during the news and just kind of learn a little more about it. But I just know it happened, and I know it was tragic. And uh, boy, I don't know if you know. Wow. And and I'm not trying to. Nobody's trying to blame her for what happened. I'm just. I just no. don't know. How, I just don't know how it happened. But you're right about the sun. I mean, I that time of day. I know uh, September, especially around the middle of the month or when the autumn officially arrives. I mean, you drive west during the late afternoon. You can't see anything. I know. Yeah. I I know very well what yep. you're talking about. Yep. And another thing, since I'm talking about being a farm wife, be careful on the road with these farm equipment. If if a Vehicle, farm vehicle or truck signals right, they're probably going to turn right, and sometimes they have to get in the left lane to make those farm corners. And you'd be surprised, the other day a motorcycle passed me on the right when I was turning, going to turn right. Really? That's irresponsible on their part, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just have to keep watching so close on that side, but... But people have to respect those drivers. I, I said that anybody getting a motorcycle driver's license needs to ride in a semi two hours and see, because when they're right behind you, you can't see them at all. No. No, you're right. I've been passed on just driving in Chicago on the interstate. They'll zoom around, in and around all the cars. I never saw them. I mean, they're, right. you know, and so... And, you know, I'm watching close, and I see them come in there behind me, but then... They're just gone. Yeah. So what, what what were you driving when they when that happened? A semi. Semi. Okay. It was a single axle semi. Not a big semi, but still, at that particular corner, I had to move over halfway into the left lane to make that corner. Oh sure. So I, was, I was watching close. I stopped. The guy zinged by. Yeah, and when you think about it, as you know, Jane. Uh, the roads are basically the same. I mean, the width is about the same when you know, the blacktops in the country when I was growing up, but the but the equipment's yes. got the equipment's gotten a lot bigger <laughs> over the years. It sure has. Yeah, it sure has. Hey, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank, Thank you, you, Jane. All right, keep up the good work out there. Three five six nine three nine seven. We're on Penny for your thoughts. Uh, let's go to Tony. Good morning, Tony. Hi, the guy about the truth. I don't know how he knows that lady's truth um yeah he probably wasn't in the bedroom with her and i just still can't figure out why she would be making that up um like i don't know what she has to gain to make it up and many people have come out this week women who said you know connie chung was one said she was sexually assaulted 50 years ago doesn't remember exactly where it was but she remembers the at the incident um ellen degeneres is another one and you know, and I understand what he means, like two plus two is four, that's truth. But everybody has their own truth. I mean, look at religion, right? Like some people don't believe the same things that you believe and I believe, and that's their truth. Isn't that right? Well, sure. I mean, you can choose to believe what you want. 
Right. I mean, but, there's people that believe in Buddha, and yeah. you know, and that's their truth is Buddha, right? It's not God. It's not Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that is their truth. So everybody has their own truth. So I don't know what he's talking about, but that woman, he, that guy that called, I don't think he was in the bedroom, and he says that it's absolutely not true. They haven't even released the FBI report. Like, how does he know that? <laughs> you know, is he a mind reader? Does he have a crystal ball? I don't understand that caller at all, except he's a fan of Kavanaugh, you know? All right. Um, well, hey, thank you, Tony. Great, great to hear from you. 9.58 here at Penny for your thoughts. Uh, somebody uh, says, no, that's their faith, not their truth. Their faith in what they believe in. 9.58 here at Penny for your thoughts. I've got a couple of callers here, and i got less than a minute. So I don't know if, um, what do you think, Adam? <laughs> Let's see if I can try this. All right, Henry, you got about a minute here. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll try to make Go ahead. That was real rich of uh, Cory Booker there to say, you know, because of all the out- outstanding accusations that he should withdraw. And we know all of going all the way back to the Bork uh, hearings, that Democrats, uh, they throw unsubstantiated uh, accusations like monkey sling poo. I mean, it's totally pathetic. I wonder when the FBI is going to get around to investigating Cory Booker for his admitted sexual assault of a 15-year-old girl. Uh, and your previous caller, Tony was his name. That's what's wrong with America. We've gotten away from uh, evidence, uh, hard hard truth, and got into everybody has their own truth. And uh, I understand there's some wiggle room in that, and people choose to believe what they want to believe. And, uh, you know, there's allowance for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you get down to these serious accusations, you've got to have cooperating evidence. And the last thing is, I wish people could think that uh, she was credible. She was sincere in what she believes. But credibility demands cooperative evidence, and she didn't have that. She mm-hmm. had exactly zero. And the witnesses, the one that was in, the two that were in the room with her, this goes back to Tony, said it didn't happen. Yeah. Hey. And there was her own girlfriend said mm-hmm. she never remembered anything no. like that ever no. happening. That not even that party. She doesn't right. even remember. Party didn't even know Kavanaugh. All right, Henry, I got to run, but thank you, sir. Okay, take care. Appreciate it. News is next. WDWS Champagne Urbana. It's the second hour of a penny for your thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk fourteen hundred WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. All right, Penny, for your thoughts, hour number two always goes by very, very quickly. I'm always amazed at how quickly it goes by in the first hour. Now we're in hour number two on Penny, for your thoughts. The um, Senate Democrats have just reacted to the FBI's Kavanaugh probe. We'll get some news on that, of course, at the bottom of the hour. That has been uh, going here in the last few minutes. Also, I went online and checked at news-gazette.com. They just provided an update. I think Michael uh, just read it in the news on uh, the young lady killed in the uh, train vehicle accident last night. So you can check that out uh, online as well at news-gazette.com. And certainly our condolences to everybody down there in the Unit 7 family and her family and 
a very successful uh, athlete at Unity High School, killed in that accident with the uh, train last night. Also, a couple of other things left over from the first hour. Somebody was talking about the truth and uh, your truth, my truth, our truth. A text line uh, comment says, the truth is we're all flying through the universe together. Just enjoy the ride. <laughs> and also about the uh, text you got from the president yesterday. First thing you need to know, they say about the message that sent cell phones across America blaring in unison on a Wednesday is that no, President Trump cannot just send one whenever he wants, but you cannot opt out of it. The message is part of the National Presidential Alert System, which sat out its first test at uh, 118 Central Time yesterday. Similar to Amber and Weather Alerts, is designed to allow a president to issue a warning about a crisis like a missile headed toward the U.S. or an incoming tsunami. The big difference is it's sent to every cell phone in the U.S., unlike targets uh, alerts targeted to a region. It's part of FEMA's National Wireless Emergency Alert System, which is used to warn the public about weather, missing children, and other critical situations. The test will set off the same sound used for other alerts. If your phone is turned on and you have service, you'll most likely receive the alert and cannot turn it off. News of the presidential alert set a social media ablaze yes, Tuesday with people worried it meant the president could send out a message whenever he wanted and about whatever he wanted. Former Secretary of Homeland Security uh, Jay Johnson told CBS News that's not the case. Uh, it says, one thing that we need to make very clear is there are laws, policies, and procedures that are in place, other protocols to ensure the system is used in accordance with its intended use as defined by the law. Still, some people were not happy about it. Three New Yorkers filed a federal lawsuit last week in an attempt to block the test. They argue it violates free speech and is an unconstitutional seizure of electronic devices. So I don't know if you got yours yesterday. I got mine about 118 right when they said it would. And the other leftover item... Talking about uh, the flying, what you don't like about flying, because we talked about the FAA five-year measure in regards to that. Uh, Jeff uh, writes in, he says, The worst part for me is animals on planes that are not really trained service dogs but are so-called comfort animals. He said, I had a huge comfort pig seated behind me snorting on the plane for three hours. Uh, last month, the passenger next to my wife put a pee pad down on the floor for the whole flight for her pet and also brought the pet and pee pad into the restroom. So that was uh, animals on planes he's talking about. And also yesterday, just to cover all the bases here, uh, we talked about uh, middle names and middle initials, and some folks in the military, maybe they went in the military, and they said, no, you have to have a middle name. Uh, this uh, gentleman, Jeff, says, my dad had no middle name when he joined the Navy. They insisted he have a middle name, so they gave him a middle name of none. N-O-N-E, none. Uh, Norman Schwarzkopf had that same issue. Uh, if you've read his book here from years ago, the Persian Gulf commander, uh, General, had the same story in regards to that. All right, we're at 10.15. Uh, Let's go back to the phones to Don. Good morning, Don. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. Yeah, that caller Tony, man, pray to whoever. He ain't teaching your kids in school. That's dangerous stuff. That's very dangerous stuff there. Uh, you know, we laugh it off, but it's very dangerous stuff. I think what's going to be amazing, I'm going to go on a couple of subjects here, about the FBI is that Democrats have been sticking up for them for the last two years. Why Trump's been saying how bad they are. 
and they've been sticking up saying how honorable they are and all that stuff. Now we're going to see the other side on that one, true colors. And as far as truth, I want to jump on the truth train, man. The truth is, I heard this on the radio the other day, unemployment is as lowest it's been since 1960. Since 1960. That blows me away. That's awesome. Truth is, Trump's doing a great job. Check this out. In Tennessee, that rally in Tennessee had the other day, over 92,000 tickets were asked for. Over 92,000 tickets, and if I'm right on the truth in that, that's enough to overfill Memorial Stadium. Can Memorial Stadium hold 92,000 people? Well, its uh, capacity is about 60. Uh, now, if you add some people oh, on the on the ground, it might be more than that. Isn't that amazing? 92,000 oh, yeah. tickets were asked for. Yeah. It only held 20,000, and it was sold out. And there was as much as two or three times more outside. They had to have the big TVs for them. Now, come on. You tell me about your blue wave. Hashtag walk away, folks. So it's you coming. think that's, uh, that's, they're going to be fooled again, huh? The, it's uh, coming. The media? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's coming. All your polls are going to be wrong again. All you guys are going to say these people are going to land and blah, blah, blah. It's, I'm, I'm telling you, watch it. <laughs> All right. It's going to be great to watch because, I mean, it, it's great to watch you guys just repeat yourself, repeat yourself, repeat yourself. You know, it, it, it's pretty amusing. Hey, thank you, Don. Appreciate okay. it. Thank you. Three five six nine three nine seven. If you're uh, selling a home, buying a home, the uh, couple to contact here, husband and wife team selling real estate, Stephen Pam Starwald at Keller Williams. The the fact that they're a husband and wife team is a little rare in itself, uh, but they're there with you every step of the way. They've assembled an outstanding team to work with them on home inspections, lending. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow. Pam, by the way, completed a uh, training and earned a certificate that makes her a senior real estate specialist. So if you're downsizing maybe at a stage of life, uh, she can help out with that, has some expertise in that area. Both uh, Steve and Pam grew up in the Champaign-Urbana area, graduated locally. They know the area very well. Steve, I got to meet, he actually uh, handles all the headsets for the coaches on the sideline and up in the booth. I know Rod Smith, the offensive coordinator, works upstairs. He's got a headset. Well, Steve helps set that up. That's his other job. But uh, his main job, of course, is working with Pam at Keller Williams. From the selling process, home inspection, Appraisal process and closing. Steve and Pam will be with you the entire way. Their number is 239-7156, 217-239-7156. You can Google Steve, you can Google Pam, you can Google Starwald if you needed to do that. But uh, it's, uh, it's Pam's cell number, so it'll roll right into her cell phone. It's not going to disappear into a message machine and you'll never hear back because they want to work with you. So uh, contact them. If your urgency in selling is two weeks or six months or a year, they can give you a no-cost consultation. They're one of our sponsors here, Stephen Pam Starwald, Keller Williams. Stephen uh, Pam, the husband and wife team, selling real estate and buying, helping you buy real estate and all of that. They can help you with every step of the way. Stephen Pam Starwald with us on Penny for your thoughts. All right, the room where the senator is reading the report is filled, and they've held a couple of press conferences. We'll get updates at the bottom of the hour and at the top of the next hour as uh, the Kavanaugh FBI report has been looked at by several of the senators already. A lot of reaction coming into that. One interesting story I found yesterday in the News Gazette, I don't know if you saw this, the uh, Rape Crisis Center uh, says it's seeing an uptick in calls in wake of the Kavanaugh allegations. 
They say that uh, they've seen an uptick to the rape crisis hotline. Some of the incidents being reported have been recent, and uh, some have been from decades ago. So that story is in the News Gazette. If you didn't get a chance to uh, see it online or in the paper yesterday, you can uh, check that out as well. Three five six nine three nine seven. Let's go back to the phones to Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Oh, fat and sassy. Yeah. It's a good way to be. <laughs> you know, uh, people still believe that George Bush stole the election in spite of uh, no recounts favoring Al Gore. Uh, they believe that Anita Hill was right in her accusations against Clarence Thomas, even though there wasn't any proof of anything happening. And they, a lot of people believe that O.J. was innocent. And, you know, it was about 13 years ago today he was, he was uh, exonerated, and he said he was going to spend the rest of his life looking for Nicole's killer. Yeah, I think it was 23 years ago. Oh, 23 years ago. Yeah, how about that? Time's <laughs> getting away from you, Brian. Well, <laughs> anyway, they're, they're probably going to parade this uh, Dr. Ford around as a uh, as a survivor, she'll be uh, held up, and uh, regardless, you know they'll they'll parade her around as uh, a very you know woman to be heard, and and you know everything else. And I'd also like to comment on uh, you talked about uh, punishing free thought in the last hour. Mm-hmm. You know Alan Dershowitz. Uh, all of his lawyer professor friends on the on the on the coast signed a letter that stated that uh, Judge Kavanaugh needed to be uh, dismissed on the ground of his grounds of his temperament. And uh, Alan Dershowitz wouldn't uh, sign on to the letter, and of course they've all disowned him, and he can't go to functions in Martha's Vineyard now because he doesn't think right, you know. And uh, for all these uh, learned, smart, so-called smart professors to all gang up and say Judge Kavanaugh doesn't have the right temperament, I mean, the guy's been on the bench for years and years and years. He's got the highest rating, uh, you know, and, and, and... You know, you can see all his decisions and look at his court record. This is just a big pile on you know it's all political and uh shame on them all right hey thank you brian <laughs> good to hear from you we'll take a break Ten twenty-two. yes the uh young woman killed uh, in the train accident south of st joseph was savannah day she was a standout athlete at unity high school and the unity family is mourning her she was a four-year letter winner in girls track Remember the Rocket State win, state title winning 4x800 relay team back in 2015. And uh, Unity Athletic Director Scott Hamilton this morning telling the uh, News Gazette media that uh, we're all still trying to process this. And it's a sad day for our school and our community and everyone who was fortunate to know Savannah and her smile. All right, 3569397. We're on Penny for your thoughts today. Open line time up till about 10:45 or so, and then we'll talk about Kiwanis Peanut Day. Tomorrow we'll talk with a representative from Health Alliance. Take all your questions there. Next week Don Owen, 
Urbana School Superintendent, middle of the week, and Scott Altman, former Illini, astronaut, four times on the shuttle at the end of the week. We're coming back with more after this. This was the uh, number one song in the country, believe it or not. This day, 1979, talking what, almost 40 years ago. And it was kind of uh, how a lot of baseball, local baseball fans were feeling yesterday, weren't they? Cardinal season over, Cubs season ended. Of course, the White Sox lost 100 games. So uh, it was a tough, tough ending to the year. So anyway, that was the number one song. And uh, Brian mentioned uh, a little bit of a note uh, today in history. It actually happened yesterday, 23 years ago today. If you were in a courtroom or if you were watching television, the O.J. Simpson verdict. Here's what you heard. Superior Court of California, County of Los Angeles, in the matter of the people of the state of California versus Orenthal James Simpson, case number BA097211. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant Orenthal James Simpson not guilty of the crime of murder in violation of Penal Code Section 187A, a felony upon Nicole Brown Simpson, a human being, as charged in count one of the information. Superior Court of the State of California, County of Los Angeles, in the matter of the people of the State of California versus Orenthal James Simpson. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder in violation of Penal Code Section 187A, a felony upon Ronald Lyle Goldman, a human being, as charged in count two of the information. All right, counsel, Mr. Simpson, would you be seated, please? Let's have it quiet in the courtroom, please. So that was a little bit of history there that we didn't get a chance to get to yesterday, October 3rd of 1995. Jury in the O.J. Simpson murder trial. Brian referenced that. And that was, uh, yeah, 23 years ago yesterday all of that happened. A couple of notes today. Uh, Susan Sarandon is 72 today. And uh, Dave Gentry and Dave Lone were talking about this earlier this morning. 1957, the Soviet Union launched uh, Sputnik, the first man-made satellite into orbit, beginning the space age. That was the same day, by the way, that Leave it to Beaver debuted on CBS. (laughs) I don't know if there's any connection there. It was the same day, 1957. And uh, this day in 1940, this is the famous movie, uh, remember Ronald Reagan? Win one for the Gipper? Ronald Reagan uh, in Newt Rockney, All-American, starring Reagan as George Gipper Gip, premiered. And this is the day in 1976, Barbara Walters joined Harry Reasoner as co-anchor of the ABC Evening News, first woman to anchor a network evening newscast. All of that happening today on this October the 4th. 356-9397. I mentioned earlier the uh, Neil Armstrong. You may have seen this in the news. There's been an auction, an auction coming up. His two sons auctioning off some of the uh, memorabilia from their dad, from their father. And there's a, there's a lot that's been donated already. Purdue, I'm sure, got a lot. Different places got a lot. 
big, big stuff. This is more um, flags, medallions, stamped envelopes, and other memorabilia that made the trip to the moon and back when the Apollo 11 lunar landers set down July 20th of 1969. As we approach the 50th anniversary of that, uh, Rick Armstrong and his brother Mark auctioning about 3,000 belongings of their father, who died in 2012. In the process, they're revisiting their childhood, the enduring legacy their father said is the first person to walk on the moon. Some of the things that they that were taken to the moon, you may or may not realize, uh, they took many smaller flags, part of a multitude of memorabilia packed for the trip. There was a Purdue flag for Neil Armstrong's alma mater, a United Nations flag, and in the November auction coming up, one of those American flags, a silk one measuring 17.75 inches by 11.5 inches, is expected to draw the highest bids, perhaps selling for $300,000 or more. Perhaps the most unusual artifacts that went to the moon and remained in Neil Armstrong's possession were parts of the original Wright Brothers airplane that made the first powered flight in 1903. Mr. Armstrong was able to keep some of the pieces of fabric from the plane's wing and wood from its propeller. Those are part of the auction, too. And this is interesting. After splashing down to the Pacific when the mission was over, the astronauts spent several weeks in quarantine to make sure they had not brought back anything dangerous from the moon. They even had to sign a customs form <laughs> under a heading where any other condition on board that may lead to the spread of disease was to be listed. NASA helpfully provided an answer to be determined. So that auction of some of those items coming up in November. And they say, um, but being the first man on the moon apparently was not enough to qualify for a diner's club credit card. Neil Armstrong applied in 1974 and was rejected. <laughs> anyway, you can watch for that. It is uh, 1032 here at DWS. Michael Kaiser has news headlines. Come back with more after this. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues. On News Talk 1400, WDWS. Yes, we do continue here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Some more open line time for a few more minutes. Uh, about 1045, we'll get uh, Doug Fink in here from Kiwanis, the Kiwanis Peanut Day. Always a big event for them. Uh, got a text in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. It says, Brian, I didn't get the national defense warning on Wednesday. I have a low-cost track phone. I guess those poor folks don't count. I did hear it on WDWS. That's from Tom. Well, it's interesting because I got the text alert, but my wife, who also has an iPhone, did not. So I don't know what that means. And also, uh says here the on a text line, the young lady killed in the train crash is not the only victim. The train crew will never forget it. They had no cho chance of avoiding the crash. Well, you're right. I mean, I would, uh, from a mental standpoint, that would be a picture I think that would stay in your mind uh, when something like that happens. So, yeah, that's that's a very good point. 356-9397 is the uh, phone number. You can join us. Castle Heating and Cooling text line, like a lot of people do, uh, 3515-357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. Uh, chewing tobacco and other tobacco products banned from the University of Illinois campus beginning late next summer, starting next August. The uh, campus no-smoking policy will be extended to include all smokeless tobacco products, from chewing tobacco to dissolvable tobacco and strips. 
The director of the U of I's Wellbeing Services Center told News Gazette Media it's a logical extension of the current smoke-free policy, which also bans vaping or the use of electronic cigarettes that emit nicotine vapor instead of smoke. Uh, she says the uh, decision to include all tobacco products has been under consideration for almost a year. She says more than 2,000 colleges' campuses are now smoke-free, and many are also tobacco-free. Adam says he has an iPhone. He got his text yesterday from the president. Back to the phones here. Let's go to John. Good morning, John. Hi, Brian. Looking good today here, sounding good. Well, thank you. You too. Uh, uh, Brian, uh, I have an idea, and I know I've expressed this to you before, and I know you're well aware of it, but I think there's a lot of people in your listening audience uh, that either have not heard it or, or still don't do not believe it. But I attribute uh, 90% of, that's a figure that I came up with, 90% of the problems that we're having of unrest, and all the lying and cheating that's going on was first started to generate uh, by the speech, by a speech uh, that uh, President Obama gave, oh, probably two to three weeks after Trump uh, was inaugurated. And that was a speech where he was, uh, well, it was a long speech, but I heard it live on CNN. And uh, he was advocating uh, uh, this uh, organized for later OFL. Uh, it was his his uh, idea to organize for later, uh, get a, get all your ducks in a row, and then when Trump is gone, or when we can get rid of Trump, uh, we're all already well on our way to what I know America needs. That that was his idea, hmm. and uh, you know where he cre. Uh, Oh uh, well, he would he would they would have uh, breakouts of a problem. Uh, let's say Ferguson. Uh, all over the country, there were there were problems, and and you'd end up having marches and everything. And uh, uh, organized for later was nothing more than uh, uh, well, pe- uh, rich people giving DNC money to allocate uh, wherever they needed to spend it. To, to be the most wise. Yeah. So you believe and, that was that was that was the start of it. Uh, I really do. It's mm. it's when you have a when you have an an ex president who's been out of office for two weeks, say, uh, get in their face. If and, and these, I would stake my life on these being true words, uh, to the best of my recollection. Uh, organize for later. Uh, if. Uh, you know, send send people send people to uh, to march, and if they get in your face, get right back at them, uh, or get in their face. Uh, if they bring a knife to the fight, we'll bring a gun. Those are pretty, really. I didn't like those words really from anyone, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to think of who it was from, it really it really bothered me. And then all of a sudden, you see everything uh, happening, like uh, jumping clear forward until now where if they if they uh, they they could come up with women uh all year long to say anything that they want them to say and who knows some of them might be legitimate mm. but the thing is he he stirred he stirred everything up attempted to stir everything up and i've heard him call 
stupid tops. I think that was one out on the East Coast somewhere mm-hmm. uh, was, over a yeah. little fight that de- it developed into something great where I guess I'm going to have to go have a beer with them, you know, that yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I really, uh, about a caller that you have earlier, and his name's also John, and I subscribe to just about everything that John uh, mentions. Hmm. about the schools, the parents, uh, but I, w- I do really wish that he would think over and research this Obama thing. Uh, all right. Because, uh, all righty. Thank you, John. Uh-huh. Great, Thank you, Brian. Great to hear from you. 1042 here at DWS. And we'll take a break. Back with more. We'll talk about peanuts here in just a moment after this. Back on Penny for your thoughts here on this Thursday. We'll talk with a representative from Health Alliance tomorrow. Sinead Madigan will join us, and we'll talk to her about all the uh, health care questions you might have in the second hour tomorrow. Open line time, and we're at 1045 right now. want to remind you that the Beef House, a great place to go get a meal. Uh, of course, is one of my favorite places. Anytime we go east to like a ball game at Purdue or Indiana or the Big Ten tournament over the years, it's like automatic. I mean, if this one to ride with Ed, Ed Bond, I mean, that's where the vehicle goes. It's like a, a GPS. It just pulls it off to the side, and we stop at the Beef House. We've been doing that a long time. Always say hi to Bob and Bonnie Wright when we're there, and I hope you'll do the same. Of course, they have steaks. They have chicken. They have pork. They have pasta. They have seafood. They've got a great buffet. Been over there. i got to get back over there for the buffet again. It's been too long. But uh, great buffet items to choose from uh, with an entree, and you get dessert, and uh, it, it's a great deal with a salad bar. Maybe you just want the salad bar. You can do that as well. And, of course, the uh, famous Beef House Rolls brought to your table shortly after you're seated. You can top them with butter, apple butter, strawberry jam. Again, it's all your choice. No matter which menu item you choose, please know that great care has gone into preparing your meal and making your visit a memorable experience at the Beef House for you and your guests. So celebrate fall. Celebrate whatever you'd like, but uh, go and stop by the Beef House, Covington, Indiana. Short drive in the country, I-74, just inside the Indiana State Line. Remember, they are on Eastern Time. I don't know if they have peanuts or not, but we do know someone who does have peanuts to be given away, and that's uh, Doug Fink here with Kiwanis, CU Kiwanis Club. Well, Brian, yeah. you've just made me really hungry. <laughs> you can pull uh, that mic a little closer. Yeah, you've there you really go. made me hungry talking mm-hmm. about the Beef House. So. Yeah. Try not to eat all the peanuts that I have in my car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, Kiwanis uh, in the CU Club, of course, has been around for many, many, many mm-hmm. years. And uh, peanuts, uh, the peanut day has always been a huge day. Yes, that's uh, that's one of our international club's big fundraisers. And it's our uh, annual fundraiser, too, in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. Distributing peanuts to the community and also selling them uh, by the box to businesses and individuals who'd like to. We're even pushing... Uh, Handing those out, uh, we've not only got peanuts this year, we've got gummy bears. So handing them out for trick-or-treaters, if you're worried about those uh, peanut allergies, Mm -hmm. which everybody seems to be these days, and I understand, uh, we've got gummy bears too. So uh, it's it's a great way to help our club and support all of our programs and also uh, have some yummy treats. Mm -hmm. So So you'll be out at a couple of different locations Saturday? Yes, Brian. We're going to be at uh, County Market on Friday and Saturday, County Market in Champaign, Kirby and Duncan mm-hmm. from uh, 10 a.m. till 6 p.m., uh, both Friday and Saturday. And then we're going to be uh, at uh, the Urbana Market at the Square on Saturday morning. 
uh, with a tent because it looks like it may rain, but we're <laughs> hoping to ward that, uh, those sprinkles off a little bit. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll have club members out there distributing peanuts. Um, we'd love to have folks uh, donate to us and, and take some peanuts and gummy bears and uh, help support the programs that, that our club um, puts on for uh, children in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of uh, great uh, children's programs mm-hmm. uh, over the years that Kiwanis has been a part of. Well, you support. know very much uh, about the Tom Jones Challenger League, which mm-hmm. is one of our signature projects. Uh, uh, Tom Jones started that back in the, the late 90s, and it's going strong. I think mm-hmm. they we just had our all-star game last week at, at Danville with the Danville uh, Challenger League as well. Um, Little League is a uh, Champagne Urbana Little League for baseball, one of our big pro- projects. Uh, it's been been around since the late 40s and still mm-hmm. going strong. Uh, we also are, uh, support early childhood reading, both mm-hmm. in Champaign and Urbana. Uh, we mentor, we go and read to the kids, and we distribute books to those programs every year. And so, so the money that we can make from the peanut and gummy bear distribution is very important to help in those programs. All right. Doug Fink with us here for a couple more minutes. Uh, so give us the locations again. Again, then- uh, County Market, Champaign, uh, Kirby and Duncan will be there Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. And look forward to seeing all the folks that I've seen out there the past few years when I've been uh, distributing peanuts. And then for the first time this year, we'll be at the uh, Market at the Square mm-hmm. in Urbana uh, Saturday morning. What time do you typically start? Uh, mm-hmm. We will start at the market at the square at 7 o'clock, 7 a.m., and we'll mm-hmm. be there till noon. And then uh, at County Market, we'll be there from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., both Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. And for people that don't know, they come in these boxes, but then there's little uh, with the overall, and there's a bunch of packets little of peanuts. Little envelopes, yeah, little, little envelopes. So that's what you're getting. Bears. Exactly. Yeah, when you get those, so you can uh, take as many as you want exactly. and make a donation to Kiwanis. Uh, and also, if you're interested in buying a box, can you do that? Yes, uh, uh our uh, member who's coordinating uh, the uh, peanut drive this year, Rick Shell, um, he has uh, boxes available. If you're interested, I will give you his phone number, mm-hmm. 217-649-2077, excuse me, 649-2077. Okay. And uh, if you're a business interested in uh, supporting Kiwanis and would like to have peanuts or gummy bears, for your customers to um, indulge in when they come and visit you, please give Rick a call, and uh, we'd be happy to get you a box of peanuts or gummy bears. All right. Hey, Doug, thanks for stopping by. It's always you a were, pleasure, Brian. You were uh, working beat for BTN last night, Yes, I you? was. Yeah, uh, the volleyball? It was a hot one in Huff, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Running camera for that, and uh, that keeps you busy. So Indeed. Indeed. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Appreciate Brian. it. Doug Fink with Kiwanis. We're back with more in just a moment. All right, 10.53. Here at DWS, we're on Penny for your thoughts. We'll have updates on the FBI report. They're all commenting on it on the um, Senate floor right now. So you'll get an update on all of that from CBS News. Of course, coverage through News Gazette Media, all the local reaction to that. We're taking some of that. We're also just talking about a very variety of topics today. It's been a fun open line. A lot of different topics, all the way from the uh, train accident to last night, uh, unfortunate situation there to uh, the Kavanaugh to truth to uh, being careful on the uh, country roads with all the farm equipment that's out there as the harvest continues there in high gear talked about Neil Armstrong's artifacts a little bit and the FAA and all the different rules and different things that they're going to be working with when it comes to airlines big news was they're not going to allow cell phone calls 
on airplanes. That was one of the things. And also they are not going to limit what the airlines can do with extra fees when it comes to your baggage and so forth. So those are some of the things we touched on during the first hour plus. We're in the final moments here of this show today. And we'll talk with the representative from Health Alliance tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Got some other things coming up in the weeks ahead here as we work our way through the month of October. We'll be leaving tomorrow afternoon for Rutgers for the Illinois football game with the team. They'll leave in the afternoon tomorrow. Three five six nine three nine seven is the phone number. You can text us. Castle Heating and Cooling text line three five one five three five seven, and you can email us talk at wdws dot com. Always have a file available for things you may have missed along the way. Just little items here and there. The colorful cereal tricks delighted kids for a long time, and now it's coming back. General Mills announcing on Monday it's bringing back the beloved cereal in its original form after receiving thousands of requests from nostalgic fans. In 2006, the company changed the cereal from fruit-shaped pieces to just balls, and in 2015, General Mills announced they would no longer use artificial dyes or flavors in their product after the new tricks came out with more muted colors General Mills faced a flood of backlash from people slamming the look and the taste of the new cereal, so General Mills revealed colors. Not long after the company reports, people started begging them to bring back the fruit shapes. Fruit shapes expected to hit the grocery store shelves across the country this month for uh, tricks. Remember the uh, commercial with the um, tricks? Silly rabbit tricks are for kids, right? Also, another food item, this is from the In Case You Missed It file I keep around. After a brutally hot, dry summer that caused a potato shortage in Belgium, France, and the U.K., French fries across the pond could lose up to an inch of salty deliciousness. Crop yields down by about 25% from normal. Washington Post reports that most of Europe will have to eat smaller fries. In Europe, the drought means prices are up and the spuds themselves are smaller. In Belgium, a region hit particularly hard. Fries can shrink an average of about 3 centimeters from the roughly 3-inch length the potato spears are usually, according to the Post. Also going to see shorter fries in France and Britain. Although Belgium, I don't know if you knew this, mayonnaise is preferred, the preferred condiment to ketchup in Belgium with a reported 5,000-plus uh, is expected to be hit hardest. So anyway, the uh, fries there uh, issue in Europe because of some drought conditions. And also a new Missouri law bans food companies from selling products as meat unless they come from livestock or poultry, blocking increasingly popular meat substitutes like plant-based or soy-based products from carrying the label meat. Also not allowed to use the word uh, is so-called clean meat, which is produced by growing and multiplying cells in a lab and is close to being available for people to buy. Several groups have filed a legal challenge against that law. That was in Missouri. And as more companies offering foods for an American public that's interested in eating healthier and lighter, some are replacing the labels vegan and vegetarian on non-meat products with plant-based According to AP, Associated Press, the reasoning is that using vegan and vegetarian could put some people off who have negative connotations about the words. 
Anyway, those are some of the miscellaneous items I've come across here in recent days. Just thought I'd share those with you here as we close down the show for today. Appreciate all the variety of topics today on an open line. That's always great to hear. Thanks to Doug Fink from Kiwanis for stopping by with the uh, Peanut Day coming up this weekend. Hope you'll help that organization out, all the great work they do in our community. A lot of great people doing a lot of great things in our community. We're really, really lucky in that sense. And thanks to him for stopping by for a few minutes. And thank you for stopping by and being with us. You have a lot of choices out there to watch and listen to things. And we appreciate you sharing a couple hours with us here on Newstalk 1400 DWS. The news is coming up next here at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock. Rush Limbaugh show to follow. Of course, a lot of talk about the Brett Kavanaugh, the FBI information that is out there now, at least released to the senators. They've all been commenting on it. You hear about all of that from CBS News coming up here in about 10 seconds. Thanks for being with us. Thanks to Adam Austin for producing our show today. I'm Brian Barnhart. Talk to you tomorrow at 9 o'clock on Penny for Your Thoughts right here on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Champaign-Urbana, 11 o'clock Central at the